Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is the study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And I am Inanna Moon. Hello, everybody. So, we have been wanting to talk about this for a while. And it is about angels, animal guides, and others. And you seem to have a particular interest in animal guides, so I, we can yeah, I was delve say that. into that. Because why? Why why animal guides right now, or has that been with you for a very long time? Um, I think in the last few years, um, like, for instance, I was telling you there was one day that I saw a possum three times in the day, three times. So my friends would always say, my, my friend Dina would always say, well, check that out. See see what message that spirit animal is trying yes. to get to you. So right. I would, in fact, look into my animal medicine cards or go online to see what is the meaning. And uh, it it usually really touched upon what I needed to hear. What Something would resonate yeah. with you. Yeah, okay. some type of confirmation or some type of maybe you should go left instead of right, you know. A message of some kind. Exactly. Yeah. So. All right. And do you know if you have your own totem animal, if one has come to you and shown itself, one that they're there because you can have a lot of spirit guides and a lot of animals um, that are around you, but, you know, many will go and come, um, you know, they'll be there one time or they'll let you know that they're staying with you to go on part of your, you know, journey, your life, mm. jo life's journey. Um, well, I would say the cat. Yeah. I love cats. I feel oh, like Kicha, I'm there. We go, Kicha, okay. which <laughs> means right. cat in Russian. All right. Um, and did you choose that, or did do you know if it chose you? Well, um, my nickname from my ex-husband and the family was Kitty all the time. Hmm. They call me Kitty because I would always say I'm very cat-like, you know. And they okay. would see the cat. So they would like. see. They would see it in you. Yeah. All right. And then Gummy, my mother-in-law. She's a Polish-Russian, oh, yes. and she she would say kicha, and I'd say, oh, I like that, kicha. Interesting. Your eyes just flashed red <laughs> really? just then. Just, oh. just kind of a, con it was interesting, a confirmation the cat is with you. That's Ooh, yeah. Not the red color, but just the flash um, saying that there's spirit with you. Other, other than you, there is spirit with oh, you, and that's cool. one of the ways you can know that there is a spirit guide um, it doesn't have to be just an animal guide. A lot of angelic guides, um, <clears throat> ascended guides, um, you'll see the point of light of their being, of their spirit. Um, in one of the things I was taught, um, taught in yoga, but then it appeared across mediumship and across all of these things where we're talking about spirit, is that it start your your soul is just a point of light of consciousness like the atom, and I um, I discussed in an earlier episode that there's atma which is the indivisible point of light. So it sh those show up 
And there have been plenty of times when I've been doing a reading for someone and will say, oh, I just saw a point of light over here to oh, the wow. left of you or a point of light there. Or, Goodness, there are a bunch of little lights in the room. Um, but they'll also sparkle through your through your eyes and sit on your shoulders oh, and in your like in your auric field is where they are. So hmm. they'll come they'll come out. So. Well, again, you know the reason you and I met is because of my cat. Tell that story. Um, so my beloved cat, my favorite cat. Don't tell the other cats this. <laughs> That's um, right. Because they do know. They do yes, know, they right? do. <laughs> He, uh, he, it was, it was getting time to put him down and I knew, mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to know. Mm-hmm. So I took a journey with him. We, we did a, uh, a journey could be a meditation. Yes. So I sat next Very to him so. and closed my eyes and held onto his paw and just, it was a beautiful journey. And the next day I contacted you for the first time and you recounted that journey exactly the way it was. And it's, how the heck could you do that? (laughs) It was just me and my cat. (laughs) There's no way. Tapping into that plane. um, I do not remember that in particular, but it's that that is how this works. Um, And I've done it for I'm I'm, I do recall a few of them, but um, it's tapping. It's you as a soul in understanding or having a sense of yourself as an unlimited being. Mm. We, we feel pretty limited in our physical forms. You know, we number our years. <laughs> we mm. see that people pass on. We talk about only the things we see and not the unseen. But the unseen pretty much goes on forever. That, that which exists in an unlimited form is usually forever. The physical form must shift because in our physical world, things, they, they rise, they come in young, fresh, new, they sustain for a given amount of time, some beings, some, you know, beings longer, some not as long, and then they deteriorate and they turn to dust. And that is a transformation. Yeah. And so the physical is unlimited, but the consciousness and the intellect that goes with consciousness and the knowledge of who we've been and what we are and what we can become is what's unlimited. So even though you were holding your cat's paw and saying goodbye, and even though we grieve because we do, we miss, we, we yearn for the touch yes. and what we can see with our five senses, and it becomes a habit. In spirit, you're, you're more free-flowing, even though you have memories and so forth, but you now are in a space of, I am with everyone, so I miss no one. And we can live that way here, but we usually don't. <laughs> and so, so we hold you know, our loved ones' hand or paw in this mm. case, and we say a, a goodbye, knowing, though, that we're always together. Mm. And they, they're telling us about their experience, or we're having, we can have a sense of, of feeling what's going on for them because our connection is through emotion first, thought, emotion, 
that that tiny point of light, that little bubble of light that I keep talking about, um, knows knows that knows what spirit is, and um, that can be called the higher self also. Um, Which <clears throat> you and I have talked about that, and I don't know if we, well the higher self. Like I've talked to you about in the dreams mm-hmm. that yes. you said your higher self has gone out to meet another higher self sometimes when I'm like, well, why did I dream about this person? Why did that person <laughs> come up for you? Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. when I dream of my mom. Yes. Yes. That there's, on. yeah, that there, the, um, you, often we don't know in a given moment why we suddenly thought of them. It could be that, you know, there's some, you know, you, you touch a pen and you think of your mom's favorite pen and then Sense mom memory. seems to be, you know, present for you. But it can be that if they're thinking about you, you start to think about them and there's a connection. Um, Do you think uh, our departed loved ones could be our spirit guides as well? I, you know, I would leave that to everyone to decide, but it's considered that your departed loved ones are not exactly your spirit guides. A spirit guide is considered a being who has finished with their lifetimes here on earth, and they've learned their wisdom lessons, they finished their karmic lessons, and so their vibration heightens and heightens until for them the desire to be in the physical is no longer a desire. It's to be present in the spirit plane. And then if they will, they might become spirit guides. Whereas the ones we've known, let's say just in this lifetime or maybe a generation or two ago, um, it it can be said that, yes, they may be still in spirit or they may be getting ready to process and return to this life for another lifetime. And if so, they're not in a place of being a spirit guide. They're still working on becoming and evolving and transforming. So they're in a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Except for that part, okay. the reincarnation, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. part. That just reminded me of um, the things my father has said to me, and he's Mormon, very Mormon. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, you know, he's always saying, you know, you have to do studying up in heaven. There's going to be different kingdoms. There is studying. There are workshops up in heaven. That's what I've, I've been told by spirit guides, and I've been told by family member guides when there's kind of a distance sometimes. Occasionally, it's been hard to connect with someone, and they are their attention, their focus is elsewhere. And I've gotten school or, work, wow. or working on themselves in some way. As a Virgo, yeah. I'm so thrilled about that. I get to learn <laughs> yeah. more stuff. <laughs> I don't know about books in spirit, but yes, there's learning, and um, angels talk about that as well. And he's so. talked about angels, so yeah, let's talk about some angel stuff. Ooh, I've right. obviously okay. grown up, um, my mom being Catholic, my dad being Mormon, um, we've, I grew up with learning about angels, but in different aspects. Um, right. There was always the... Um, but may I stop for a moment? Because yeah. I just want to finish that last thought. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. no, I yeah. just want to make sure. So you, the, your family members 
absolutely love you. They are still incredibly supportive of you, and they may even... I I don't know how that would be. It's just that it's like a different vibrational place for a high spirit guide and your loving family members. It's not worse or better. It's just different. But there is kind of an understanding that your family members will um, be there for you. And they may assist in you getting messages from your guides. Um, and and one last thing is that you may see someone that you believe to be your loved one when it's a guide showing themselves as the person you miss so that you can receive the message, that you'll be open to a message. There have been plenty of people, for instance, who will, who found, you know, they, they needed to go to the doctor. They didn't want to... Um, they, they didn't want to do that until their grandmother came and told them, you know, you really need to go to the doctor. The question is, was that grandma or was it, was it a spirit guide who planted the message? Because a human um, spirit will, will not often invade your personal space. We have free will. A spirit guide will also not step over the boundaries of your free will but if they need to get a message to you there is an understood wavelength channel for which they can do that and one way would be through a dream or through showing you the impression of someone you love that you would be very open to you and i've talked about that that showing the face of a loved one makes might be easier to accept and less scary Yes, right. I'm like, who is this being that's <laughs> appearing before me all in light? That'll yeah. scare the heck out of some people. Yeah. I think it's beautiful, but, you know, some people would be like, Overwhelmed. I, don't, I don't see that every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. hmm, <laughs> what is this? And they're not listening to the message coming through. <laughs> so I don't know if this is the the included in this topic, but angels and spirit guides and mm-hmm. dearly departed, would a dearly departed become an angel in, in your or is that a whole other show? <laughs> no, it's not. A, it's, it's not. A, that can be addressed here in a short period of time. I don't know about everyone. Here's what I've what here's what I've received. First of all, we know in we know of two angels that were human. Sandalphon was one. The one I know more about is Archangel Metatron. Archangels. And um, Metatron was the um, philosopher and wisdom teacher Enoch from the Book of Enoch, which is in the Old Jewish, Testament. Jewish literature. Yeah, Old Testament Jewish literature more, and um, some, and also in the Dead Sea Scrolls, there's they found more of the Book of Enoch. So. <clears throat> what what is what was said was at his passing he was he had been so connected to the angels and may you know i don't know this but may have been an angel to begin with and then left that realm of the angelic world and came to be a human but they granted <clears throat> what is said is that they he was granted the ascension into the world of angels and for me, what I received in messages many years ago was that angels, it, does, it doesn't have to do with the Bible. Angels do not have to do with the Bible. They are 
they are discussed. There are accounts of angelic help in the Bible, but they existed long before any of that. Um, so it's not about Christianity or Judaism or, or, or particular religions. They've just always been. And if you want to think about that and also ask, you can, you can receive information from them about who they are, but they are a particular being. And, um, and in many times, and at this time, they have helped mankind. You might even, <clears throat> you might entertain, pardon me, you might entertain the thought that there are beings who are so loving that they want to help mankind or they want to help other beings from other places in the cosmos and that they come and because they know who they are and what they're capable of and they're at a very light vibrational rate so their ability to communicate is very high and reaches us in our highest self would that be the galactical beings or is that a whole there other are also well that those are other beings that's yeah. all that's all those are other beings like when people talk about their connection to the pleiades or to martians or to you know and we've been to mars we don't see anything but again we don't usually see our spirit guides either <laughs> just a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have talked about this, but now it's like I'm letting it out there You're that getting... I absolutely believe that there there is enough of an experience, and not only my own. I'm not just sitting around kind of talking to beings, but from a lot of very reasonable people um, you can find them online. You can find very unreasonable people online. Don't get me wrong, but you can <laughs> find very reasonable, practical, down-to-earth people who've had experiences of beings who are helping them, and it's happening more and more. But just to go back to to angels and <laughs> and others, as we said <laughs> at the beginning, um, that that it's possible and. You can think about that, and you can wonder if when you've received very beautiful, necessary guidance from somewhere, and you don't know, you know, a lot of people have experiences they will never talk about. You don't it's know where personal. some of your guidance is coming from, but you say thank you because in your gut you know what is the truth, and that's really all that needs to be said. You know. And if it's helped you, who knows whether it's come from a galactic being or an angelic being or another kind of spirit guide. The fairy world also exists. And we, at least I believe that all mm. of these guides are good. Yes. They're, you know, they're all in, in the light mm -hmm. of, of goodness mm -hmm. to help each other. Um, I know that some people might, but I think that's a more of a religious um Thing. Different religions would if not in, accept it. Re either religious or if in your own um, belief system, if and yes, you're right, in your culture, belief system, if you choose to believe there's um, negativity that and darkness, and I see no problem 
frankly, with checking and double checking who these beings are for you. Why not? Yeah. But if you accept that they've come in probably to teach or to help you with something in a very loving way, um, you can easily accept it. I've 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 sensed um, not evil beings. I've sensed what I thought were evil beings and then found out they were very powerful beings that have helped. Ooh. So the one question is in the, in, in, um, out of Babylon, ancient Babylon, kind of equal to ancient Egypt and Sumeria and so forth. Um, there is a book of the angelic realm with their names and the different archetypes of them, you know, the arc from the archangels to the cherubs to the seraphim and so forth. So what is that order? And so archangel arch would be the top. You know what? I I Where actually think the seraphim. Really? Are the okay. Top, see, yeah, I don't. I don't and, and yeah. So here, here, I don't have all of that knowledge, <laughs> and it's a it's a long list, and Future I don't show. know all of them. I've read. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll get out the list and, and look at them. And they're supposed to do different things. I actually think some of those roles are different and have changed, so they're not the same even anymore because mm -hmm. the time has changed. Thousands of years have passed. So there, yes, there are hierarchies, I suppose. You, could you say that of human beings? Because it would be the same type of thing. Many angel, the the archangels um, <laughs> that I sit around having tea with. <laughs> <laughs> As far as have we said, know. We, they, they often want to say, they often say we are like them, which is hard to accept. I'm like, excuse me, wasn't I the one that just tripped down the stairs the other day? I don't feel. I, don't I didn't feel fly this, down the stairs. <laughs> gliding being. <laughs> but then the. Then the question came, well, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know I didn't trip down some stairs elsewhere? Uh -huh. um, I, there, was no, there was no affront to this, but I got from an angelic guide kind of a pullback of energy that, that touched my, pulled at my third chakra that said, and said, excuse me, we have our own lives, we have our own families, there are other things that we do. What you know is what we do for you or do what we do in connection to you. Oh, that's big. Um, I'm, I'm stopping for a moment just to say I too have a cough drop. So we are, <laughs> we are part of the realm of the cough drop today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, by the way, this happens in meditation. Um, some, like, like anyone, I don't want to lose track of, <laughs> of the thought, but like anyone, um, you, any, any of us can connect to spirit guides. It's not just the chosen few or a rare few. Um, our guides can get through to talk with us at any time. They don't just do it through dreams. They do it through messages. While you're doing the most mundane of tasks, um, something, a thought can run through your head and it brings clarity and what I love to call aha moments. Yes, I was just going to say that. I do, I do too. Someone else will be talking with you or the reason you're bringing up a particular topic may be to get 
you know, a guide is going, okay, I'm going to insinuate myself in here. And here you go. Here's the, here's the information you needed. And it's like, oh, and you and the other person now are both receiving a message of some kind that you can talk through. And it could be about anything. We have guides for our creativity, guides for our work, for our health, for family guides. There are people that that speak a lot about joy guides because we're supposed to be here for joyful reasons so that they're helping us move from the difficulty back into the joy. Um, so there, there are the ascended guides that we know about. There are the angelic guides and then the totem animals, which we must talk about. Uh, so... I was going to say so you know. to me when you were saying that about um, the different lo- the different subjects that they touch upon, um, the philosophers may have called them their muses. Yes, yes, muses get considered. Um, it's interesting to me um, that I, I would have to meditate and ask, and I have not where that is concerned. Muses get put in the category of um, gods and goddesses and the ascended beings who have taken on a very large purpose and their vibration is so expanded like the higher the highest angels so expansive like archangel michael gabriel and so forth that they can appear to many oh to many yes oh. well and and my reference which to- is hard for us cuz we appear one place at a time physical world rules <laughs> 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 but their rules, the rules in spirit are many places. That's the multidimensional. That, that is a discussion in and of itself. Yeah, I but, definitely want to talk about that but, sometime. Um, but muses, we, you know, the ones that have names that we know of, the, the muse of writing and so forth that can come and whisper in your ear and mm. help you. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, that's a really great w- one for talking about how it feels like spirit is helping you. Yes, they're absolutely brilliantly talented people, but many musicians and writers will say it's like the song wrote itself or the novel had a life or there was someone with me when that work came out. And they were open to And they their- were open and they were allowing the flow of their creativity, which is the wavelength that spirit travels on. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's yeah. so much. There's so, all these questions running mm-hmm. through my head. Um, and they've said that, that was one of my early, um, an early thing. Uh, sometimes I get readings from people who read for me. They just stop and they, they get a hit of oh, some wow. kind. And early on when I was asking, how am I getting this information? Um, I didn't ask that. I didn't ask that in a reading, but a woman stopped and said, excuse me, I have a message for you. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) And so it came out. It came out. um, You have your own knowledge, and we see that, and it's part of who you are. But you could ask us more. (laughs) We (laughs) We are here with you, too. And there was a little bit of a description of how they were working with me. And she, and then she stopped and looked at me confused and like, I don't know how I knew that. <laughs> it was like, but, well, that's the way information comes. That's the way. And you have to be willing to accept that and just say, maybe I don't know what to do with it right this moment, but I will, I will take that. File it and away. Then, and then <laughs> work on that later or work with that as I go along. 
and then it expands. That's beautiful. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. It call, it, it it requires trust. Yes, I mean, um, and, and perfect trust love and perfect trust. Yes, <laughs> all my yes. cliches. I'm such a cliche girl. But um, that's good. Did we walk? Sorry, we. I tend to, if our audience hasn't noticed, and this is what I love about talking with Anana, we do have circle talk. So um, yes. when I'm talking, when I'm in great conversation with people, um, we're talking and then something comes up and then it's like, oh, let's jump on that. Let's jump on that. Mm-hmm. But then we kind <laughs> of need to, to go back. back. So Totem animals. Totem <laughs> animals. And did we, did we finish with the angels in Babylonian? Um, just, just saying that um, they're there was much about them and it goes all the way from the high what we would consider light beings to the very dark shadow the ones called demons which actually means wise ones we now think demon means an evil being but it's a being with an incredible amount of knowledge and not not here to hurt us and there there's Okay, this is another show, too. There's such a thing as manipulative magic, and I wouldn't want to go into that, and I have not practiced that kind, but I'm very aware of it and why the ego would want to be in that place. But if you are messing with a being and trying to command it to your will, and it has more power than you, it may need to teach you a lesson, and it's not evil. That's not evil. That's karma. And that's another show. Yes. Okay, so look forward. We have, <laughs> we there have we go. Many, M- many, many shows. Many <laughs> topics. So look forward to those people. We have karma and manipulative magic. <laughs> <laughs> or magic or in magic. general. Yeah. What is that? You know, yeah. but <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> you write to us, everyone. Tell us what you think about, <laughs> about magic. Um, but um, I wanted to get to totem animals because you had very good questions, too, about that. And I wanted to bring up, because I, I, I thought this was hilarious, My uh, a, a friend of mine um, said that whenever he goes to his car after work, his car is covered in cats. And he sent me a video. And it's like, yeah, there was like 10, 15 cats there mm-hmm. just sitting on his hood, on his the rooftop, all around. And it's and he's like what does that mean so i did look it up but um uh cat goodness well cats have all all each each animal would seem to have a large variety of messages that they bring and what they stand for of the totem of the animals of the animal spirit world um, and i don't mean past well i could mean past over animals but the animals the, Everything resides in spirit first. It's a thought, it's a, it's a vibrational energy, and then it takes form, matter. Um, but in the animal spirit world, um, all of these animals stand for something, um, a variety of messages, um, a variety of ways of being or becoming and so they bring messages. Um, the shaman or Native Americans and the and actually the natives around the world, including ancient Egypt, when you've seen the animal-headed gods and spirits, mm-hmm. um, there has been a recognition all the way back that 
there are animal guides and they have messages for us that are very important. Um, you know, the, there are people who go on shamanic journeys or spirit journeys to discover who their spirit animal, who their totem animal or spirit animal might be. Um, remember, by the way, we don't choose them. They choose us. So that would go along with your friend who found cats all over his car. They were choosing him. Oh, that's big. Um, okay. he, and, and apparently he had not paid attention because there were so many. So <laughs> there had probably at first been one that crossed his path or did something or showed itself in some way to him through an intelligent spirit. And then there were probably two or three and then there were five, and then there were 20, <laughs> and more. And he even dated a girl briefly named Cat. All right. And so was... he needed to look <laughs> at his cat self. And, I, you know, I would throw in there that in ancient Egypt, they're going to now gods and goddesses. There's Bastet and Sekhmet. These, because this is one of my favorite areas. <laughs> so yeah. that's why I'm saying ancient Egypt. But, but Bastet was the was the ancient cat goddess, the goddess of healing, not just a god, a goddess of, um, of cats, but for human beings. And sh humans built temples to the cats. There were lots of cats in ancient Egypt. There are lots of cats all over the world. That makes me we happy. need them. They are <laughs> my husband likes likes to say this. I it, it it existed before him, but he says cats half in, half out, because uh -huh. there's a mystic feel about them. Um, they often come they will often come around. If you don't own a cat that's always crossing your path, <laughs> they, yes. they will they will come around anyway to stop and tell you something, or they're heralds of messages coming in. Mm. So my question would be about your friend. What came once he saw all those cats and really got that cat was now in his domain, in his, in his vision, in his sights? What, what happened for him? So what happened to your friend? That's what I was asking. That's interesting. Um, well, he does listen to the show, so dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. um, so he should look back. Actually, if he didn't know, if he didn't know why, if nothing has emerged that would say why Cat was coming in, um, he could stop and meditate and ask, what was that and how can that serve him now? Hmm. It's when we get quiet. And, and also I want to say it can be frustrating for people who don't meditate all the time. It's like they're told meditate and you'll get the answer. I'm constantly it means that. sit quietly, ask if an, if a message comes, wonderful, but at least you sat quietly and now the request is very present for you, the person, and spirit already got it. So now you will become more aware of messages coming in. And I think it's uh, not just for him, for all of us at one time mm -hmm. or another. The messages are, you know, like, there it is. There it is. Do I have to hit you over the head? The universe <laughs> goddess spirit is going, okay, here, here. And, oh, oh. So I mean, what I would say, too, for, for the lovers of Cat, um, again, so many things, but they are considered beings of spirit so calling you closer or deeper into your spiritual life they are about knowledge also and understanding or comprehending it could also be 
It could also be about um, knowledge that's coming to you that you should pay attention to. They um, offer a lot toward which have to that has to do with healing, like I mentioned before. What do you have to heal from? What do, what should you be looking at? Maybe you should just be taking an inventory of your life. And cats are coming in to be, and also they're protective. They're incredibly protective animals. So to have that many cats on your car may be saying something too about his car and what he needed to, um, for him to to look at. What do I need to do? to make things well in my world. <clears throat> Dude, listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was perfect. That yeah, that's okay, a, there's a lot. That's wonderful. Yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. The um Have you seen so, messages cuz they bring one one way you know if if you have an animal guide and they have chosen you is they will show up for you. So in that way, all over your car. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that I think bird poop all over your car is a message. I've had that <laughs> no. happen. Don't park <laughs> under that tree is more the message, I think. <laughs> but it can be, you know, a lot of people will open the door and they'll keep getting the same, not just bunches of feathers and on their front stoop, but the same kind of feathers. It could be, you know, crow or dove or hawk feather. Um, if you see hawks mean? flying, oh yeah. Well, it's air sign for one thing, and air is thought, ideas, dreams, purpose, inspiration. Yes, yes, all of all of those. You can bring the feather in, place it in kind of a sacred place for yourself. You can meditate, light a candle for it, um, and and pay attention. And in other words, pay attention and look at the intention and. And it will, and that will help. That will help you know how that animal spirit is with you. Um, in in sacred journeying or shamanic journeying, very often you you can journey to find your totem animal and have it connect with you. And it's likely that that will be an animal that will stay with you for a time or maybe the rest of your life, because there are people that are that do know they have animal beings that are with them all the time. I would say to you that if cat has been with you all of your life, that's <laughs> since you were a kid, that is a totem animal and it's staying probably. Yeah. But then you, it's not only one, there can be many. So, mm. and they can be animals that, that in, in this world would not like each other, you know, like, but you can have a cat and a dog or cat and a wolf, you know, spirit guides. You can have insect guides. Oh. I know. <laughs> it's hard Sorry, for, insects. Sorry. it's hard for me. Spiders are incredibly beautiful. Yes. But but except if they're sitting next to me, I'd rather not have that. <laughs> but well, but the they're, they're writing, they're writing guides. Oh, they are too. Yes. Well, yeah. Hecate, right? Yes. Hecate, yeah. The, um, well, grandmother. she's got she's got dogs also, really? wolves and ravens, and yeah, the guardians of the underworld and so forth. Yeah, coming into the light. And when we speak of the underworld, we mean like the world where the souls go. In shamanism. In shamanism, there are three worlds. There's the underworld, the middle world, and the upper world. And those are all places you go 
to work your understanding of your who you are and what you're doing as a spirit. But the underworld has a vibration of animal guides and other spirit guides. It's where you go for journeying also. Oh. So it's, yeah, it's not the same at all. It's not a bad place. Of, yeah, in terms of some religions that would say underworld don't you mean something dark and dangerous no and per, in <laughs> movies lots of movies mm -hmm. is that as a negative yes <laughs> um yes. we can we are definitely going to have more shows on this oh, um okay. but um let's see do we have we so have met we have animal medicine cards Yay. today rather than rather than um tarot cards and I'm shuffling, and I'm going to let Sheila Marie choose a card and just dig through. I've laid them out so you know what's going on, and just dig through and pull what feels right to you. And this one. <laughs> I was going to say, is it going to be a possum? But it is a. Well, here you go. I pulled Today, that one a lot. <laughs> so this, I'm laughing because this morning I said, I wonder if porcupine will come out of the deck. And here it is. So this mean, that lets you know that they're listening, or it lets me mm -hmm. know that they're certainly listening and conscious because that's all I thought about this morning. And I wondered specifically if it would come out of the deck today. And so here's porcupine. Um so in its under you can and and let's take a moment here to see how this relates to you but in what we know about porcupine look he has he has uh, this remarkable system of the, of protection those mm. quills fly and and push in to things that might attack them Oh. So what are your quills and what are they for? Is there something you need protection from? That would be that. They're very intelligent animals. They are very focused. They know how to dig forward. They can't back up terribly well underground, but they know how to dig forward and they can keep going. They are persistent. Um, they, are, they are more connected to night than sunlight. I love nighttime. Nighttime, all right. And that would also mean journeying and moon phases. And are you paying it? You, you predict, I, this is, I'm just, I'm getting this intuitively. You need to pay attention to the moon phases right now and where you are and do some intentional work. You can pull a quill from yourself and heal something. You can pull a quill or an intention from yourself, you can write something. Um, it's so it, it's about creativity. It's about guidance of self-preservation. You need to protect yourself is one of the things it, <laughs> I would say. Now, that's not a scary statement. That's just take care of yourself. And I have a sense that you're someone who, though you're very expressive and open, you're very good at standing back and watching oh, yeah. and figuring out what's going on with situations, people, opportunities. Um, you're being, you're kind of being told, look, <laughs> look alive. Something's going on that you might want to do, you might want to work with. 
I feel like um, there are messages from Porcupine for you. I've I've pulled yeah I've pulled him a few times. Um, mm. Yeah. Hmm. All right. What did that mean? It's it's been a while. Um, mm. I can't remember, but I mean, what you said definitely yes, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, there's. I think it's uh, definitely protecting my heart mm-hmm. is a big one. Right. And Beautiful. but I also feel like she needs to. My heart also needs to um, look alive, <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> So, yeah, and creativity, obviously. Yes, yeah. There's so much going on. And we're coming up on Imbolc, which, yeah. or Oymolk, <laughs> which, which would have some to do with paying attention to the season and the time and therefore the phases of the moon. And I have been trying to pay more attention to the moon, as I should, but um, there seems to be a lot of moon activity last year this year like uh last in, in end of december we we're had coming a up moon. on a blue moon yes yeah. um today at the time we're recording this so that one's pretty big and i've been paying Excellent. attention to that and um beautiful yeah right so porcupine came in for a reason then. <laughs> porcupine thank you all right well let's see so um Let's talk about, uh, you have a few things coming up, don't you? Um, I do. Um, I am going to be doing some evenings of channeling messages from higher guidance with my friend Francine Ong. Um, That's going to be February 16th, March 30th, April 27th, and then a workshop on May 18th, just to describe those. And... um, This is going to be, yes, 2018, and this is going to be at Golden Soul Yoga and Wellness Center in Los Angeles. You can uh, check out Golden Soul, G-O-L-D-E-N-S-O-L dot org to see about RSVPing to any of those events. And the next thing that I would like to talk about is all the way at July 3rd. This is Lilydale Assembly in New York. I'm going to be doing a workshop called Using Your Chakras for Intuitive Development. And that's very exciting for me because it's the largest and oldest center for spiritualism, um, meaning its connection to mediumship and connecting to our loving guides and family members, but mm-hmm. they hold they hold workshops. They have summer session. They have a fall session, and um, I'm getting to be part of the summer session. That's so exciting! I really want to go. I'm going to try and to make that happen. Wonderful. Lots. Yeah. Anyone can go. Just look into it. They have accommodations nearby. I I can't I can't tell you. I can't wait. <laughs> Well, I have um, my group, Artist Rise Up Los Angeles. Uh, we are getting ready to do um, some great events that I will be announcing soon. But um, we are also going to be having a town hall coming up on February 19th. At what the happens at the town hall? Um, uh, we can talk about what's going on in the world politically, what we want to see, what we want to heal is basically it. And we um, do our activism through the stage through spoken word, through love. So artistsriseupla.com. You can find out about our, um, it's going to be our town hall on February 19th at the Atwater 
Village Theater. We have that. And then um, my Laughing House Productions. We have on Amazon Amazon, and if you have Amazon Prime, you can stream it for free. Yes. We have First Comes Like, our movie, and um, The Secret Office. And soon we're going to have a special episode of Secret Office coming up. Oh, really? Yes. Ooh. So we're going to be shooting that in the next Definitely couple of days. Definitely look for that. Yeah. And, mm. um, yeah, so you can find me on those websites. And now we <laughs> are going to... Well, what I wanted to say about a meditation, I would not, it, w- it would not be fair, it would not do us a service to do a spirit guide meditation for people in, in three minutes time. It actually takes some time to connect to your spirit guide. What I will say about it is, so rather than do a meditation, what I would say to you is when you sit down to meditate or give yourself time to sit down and meditate, set an intention for connecting with your guides so that it's something simple and your mind isn't all over the place or whatever you receive, you're not quite sure you can connect to. So you can say something like, I would like to meet one spirit guide of mine. I would like to understand a guide, or you may even say a guide that you already are aware of. I would like to work with you or I would like to align with you. Perhaps you know you have healing guides um, and you know you know who that might be. You can say, please please attune me or align my chakras and help me heal and I will be open to it. And so then you sit quietly in your meditation. You can do another guided meditation. You could just sit with music playing or just sit and be with yourself. You can, And you don't have to sit, actually. This time, I would say you could even lie down to have an experience. I hold sessions like that. Um, where people just lie. It's kind of nice in a group because that's a collection of spirits (laughs) all together, your spirit guides and people people spirits. And they lie down, and I do a guided meditation to take them to a place within, create a space. You can create a room. Yes, you can create within your own mind's eye, create a room create a garden spot where you will meet with your guide mm. and Sounds say to delicious. yourself, I will see, I will see, sense, or hear whatever I see, sense, and hear, and I will know that that guide has come to be with me. Lots of people have experiences in this way. And I'm sure it could be emotional, too. Very, oh, very much, yes. I see lots of tears Tears of good joy, tears. very yeah. good. Yeah, tears good of chills. joy. Um, some people have things alter in their physical being right then and there because mm. they're receptive to it. So um, some healing. I've had people. Yes, I've had. I. I. It's, yeah, not about me. It's about them and their higher guides. Um, had people say there was pain and now that's gone, or I'm learning with this guide how to let go of that pain. That's been spectacular. And your animal guides will come and walk around you and purr around Mm -hmm. you and make their noises, but it's usually a warmth and a 
you know, maybe something large, but you're not afraid of it. Like you just know that its intention is good because it feels good. No guide will ever bring you negativity. If it's your, if you hear negativity, it's your own head talk. We do that to ourselves. The guide will wait and pull back some, but kind of be nudging you to let go of that thinking so that they can come back through and lighten your disposition, lighten your thoughts. Mm. and let you be in a more harmonious space. And then thank your guides, and then you're done with your meditation, knowing you can go back and be with them again, talk with them again. And I would say, like, after um, meditations that are going to be that deep, definitely have some water after. And Grounding s- is very important afterwards, yes. Yeah, ground, and, and maybe a little something to eat. right. Do you know, and also it's occurring, so I feel like I'm hearing this. The reason that's important is in order to get your messages, you need to be grounded, not fluffy and light, not out of your body and out of your head, but actually in your body and in your head. So water, something to drink, eating lets you be more grounded. And after the meditation, you will probably receive more or really receive your messages when you're up and moving around. Beautiful. Mm. Well, thank you. Excellent. And thank I, you. Uh, I wanted to again thank uh, David Shostak for his music at the beginning and the end of our show. Um, and I want to thank you for joining us in Cruising the Light and Shadow. This is Inanna Moon. I'm Sheila Kichamarie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. Om Shanti. Om Shanti.